0: Thank you for tuning in to this 15th episode of EPSD PD Podcast. I'm Ruby Bodie, the Assistant Superintendent at Estes Park School District, and my hope is to inspire and spark conversation about teaching and learning. This episode will wrap up our school year, and it's a special episode, as you have probably already inferred from the title, A Tribute to Our Seniors. In this episode, you will hear the voices of four of our EPSD seniors as they share their experiences during this global pandemic and closure to in-person learning, and how it's impacted their lives, their futures, as well as how they're staying positive about this abrupt change to their senior year, and advice they have for their classmates. This episode is near and dear to my heart. It has been a pleasure for me to watch this senior class grow up. I was a brand new principal when they arrived in sixth grade, and I got to spend three wonderful middle school years with them. This senior class is full of some of the brightest, compassionate, thoughtful, hopeful, and caring students. I could go on and on, but you'll know what I'm talking about after you listen to them speak. I just love these seniors. This episode is my gift to you, the senior class of 2020. The four leaders who speak to us in this podcast are Sage, Nathan, Noel, and Jen, and they are all leaders in their senior class at some capacity. Sage is the class president and president of the student body, Nathan is vice president, Noel is the treasurer of the senior class, and Jen is the CEO of BAM Company, a student owned run and operated business within the school. First, I ask them to introduce themselves and share with us their fondest memory of going to school at EPSD. It only took them 10 seconds before they had me teary-eyed, and I bet you tear up too. My name is Sage Humate. I've
1: been in uh, the SS Park School District all 12 years, so I have lots of memories that I can look back on. Um, I think my favorite overall memory that we had was probably all of the times that we spent where we went out and tried to do restoration work on the Fish Creek area. Because I think going through the flood as a school and specifically as a class, because we were going into sixth grade, it was kind of another rite of passage for us. Um, I think that was a really unique experience that we had. And I think our class has an especially unique amount of disasters and hardships and things that we've overcome as our time, over our time in the school district so I think that was another one of those really unique situations and it was just really awesome to see our entire class and our entire school going out onto the river and working together as part of the community to help get our town back to the way it was and it was a really good opportunity for us to speak to people in different classes speak to different community members and really kind of interact as an entire SS Park valley area rather than just being isolated at the school district or just being isolated as a community member. Um, and yeah, I mean, the flood was really hard for everyone in Estes in different ways. So that was another opportunity to kind of share our stories, share what happened to us during that time period, and kind of connect over the the shared difficulties that we had during that period. So I just thought that was a really cool experience, and you definitely would not get that anywhere else. So going out into the community and actually doing our part to aid the world around us, which was cool.
0: As I listened to Sage speak about the things she will remember most, I couldn't help but notice that she so eloquently and beautifully encompassed so many of the global outcomes in her fondest memory. Collaborating, communicating, and working together with stakeholders in the community to solve a problem and come up with solutions to make our environment a better place to live she also highlights the hardships this class has had to overcome already. This is not the first time the school was closed for them due to a disaster, and she highlights the perseverance and resiliency of this class. She identified so many of the global outcomes that are important to us when it comes to what we desire for our prepared graduates.
2: And so my name is Noel. And, um, you know, that's a really tough one for me because I think there's very two distinct things. Uh, one, I've always had a love for sports here. And I think that there is nothing like um, the baseball team at the high school. And I think that just sitting down with all the kids from all different grades, because, you know, if you go to a big school, like, you know, you, you're in a sport, there's three different teams that have 100 kids on, on the entire team. And you don't get to really know everyone that way. But when you have 20 guys all from different grades coming together, you know, to accomplish a common goal and having fun in the dugout while taking the game seriously, I think that's a unique experience that a lot of kids don't get in high school. It's really neat to Essence Park that I'm really mm-hmm. grateful for. And for um, the other memory that I had was definitely at, um, I believe it was the last senior uh, football game. Um, we, we got me, Trey, some underclassmen, we, got, um, we painted Bobcats on our, on our chests with our shirts off. And I think that that environment at the home game that time was really unique. And just being able to share that moment with, their, with the senior class, not knowing what was going to happen a couple months after that. It's just, looking back on it, it, was very bliss. And I'm really thankful to have that memory to keep me going while, you know, we're here doing this learning.
3: Alright, so, I'm Jen. Um, we got Nathan coming. I think my memories are, they're very, I would say broad, but as a whole, I would base my favorite memories off of athletics. Um, and I think my most cherished ones come from our senior year volleyball season. And majority of it is the student section like that's something I won't forget because our student section is one of the best I've ever been to um, and they fill they just gave you so much confidence and they fill up the entire stadium with noise and fun and excitement um, and it's something that I will cherish because I know that I know each and every student in there And each of those students have a unique connection with me. So I think it's something that I definitely will cherish just because it's such an enlightening memory to have because it it was there from freshman year to senior year and it never stopped.
0: Noelle and Jen brought a huge smile to my face. They highlight the importance that extracurriculars play in the whole picture of K-12 education and they highlighted the extended community and family that these students gained from participating in all these programs at EPSD. This is so important for the social, emotional, and physical wellness of our students, which is an important global outcome for us.
4: Uh, I'm Nathan Richardson, and I'm a senior. And my most fond memory would have to be in middle school. Eighth grade year, we took... We had a week that was all about kind of like a kindness week, if I remember correctly. And I remember one of my favorite pictures of my middle school was when I think the eighth and sixth grades dressed up all in black and the seventh grade dressed up in red. And we made a heart in the middle school gym to show our kindness and compassion for everyone. I think it was my most fond memory, and right now that... Same picture still hangs up in my mom's office because that's what they gave her as a thank you present for being school board president. And so just for the entire school to be able to come together and show that kind of, that large of compassion, I think that's my most fond memory in this school district.
0: Nathan, thank you. You took me right back to the middle school gym as if I was experiencing that moment again for the first time. Global awareness and compassion is another global outcome we want every graduate to walk away with, and Nathan's fondest memory is a great testimony to that. And they had one more fond memory to share.
3: I guess another one is when um, Noel and Nathan wore a banana shirt and yellow socks and yellow khaki shorts so that they could go bananas properly. Um, Uh, The banana outfits. The banana outfits. For sure. It was a good one. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so my next question is uh so how are you feeling about this closure to in-person learning and how has it impacted you
2: you know you watch on tv like how a classic high school senior year is supposed to go you spend your you're watching all you know, having a an awesome and, and then it's just like your senior year and that all the things that you and all the things that you hope would be true and all the ways you imagined it ever since you were a kid it's just no longer mm-hmm. and, it, and me I mean like it's such a it's so hard and motivating to motivate school work right now because I, I feel like it's open I feel like all I'm doing now is just doing a PDF assignment on oology which is not fault of the teachers And it just feels that every time I log in to do this it's pointless because it's already done and all the things that we hope going to be just a Memory, and that one we always wished, and so it's been pretty rough.
0: I know that Noel was cutting in and out with a bad internet connection. I had to interview these students virtually, so I apologize for that. But what he said there was so profound and impactful, and he did such an excellent job of identifying the pain that seniors around the world are feeling and grieving right now. You may not have caught it. But he shared that he grew up with all these hopes, dreams, and expectations since he was a kid about what his senior year would be like, and now those are crushed, and it feels like it is over and past and already a distant memory that he never got to have.
1: When Before spring break, we were all like, oh yeah, it's going to be great, you know, an extra two weeks of spring break and just a little bit of online learning, it's going to be so fun, but that definitely is not how it ended up being. We're all just kind of hanging out at home, which is not what we imagined, I don't think. But I think it's just been really difficult because I didn't realize how much I rely on school to see my friends and see people that I often wouldn't see otherwise, so... I think that as the social aspect's been really hard. I just, I've struggled not being able to have that in-person connection with people, and I've struggled to see relationships that we're building over this course of the year and we're kind of fostered by the school environment just ending now because it's not easy to continue them if you don't get to see that person every day or if you don't get to, you know, spend that time hanging out with them. But I think it's also showed me that I. I'm doing okay with my time management skills. It showed me that I can still separate my time to spend things on that spend time on things that are important. And it's also given me a little bit more free time to spend time with my family and kind of decide when I want to be in school and when I don't. So that's been a benefit, I would say.
3: Talking to people who are also affected by it, like we have to I just continuously keep reminding myself like the class of 2020 does not just affect us as park like all of us seniors like seniors in college seniors in high school like we're all missing out on something um whether that's graduation ceremonies balls or proms all that um I think it's just it's been difficult to cope with the idea that it ended so much sooner than all of us thought and it's also difficult to um except that because of like our social distancing guidelines, the times that we have for free time, we can't spend with our friends because of risk of exposure. Um, So I think socially, obviously it's been pretty, pretty tough. I think that our school district is putting in everything they can to make sure that our students are still succeeding, which is very, very positive.
0: Sage and Jen highlight the importance of relationships and social connection in schools. The social and emotional health of students is fostered by the school environment. And while all students are struggling with this, it is especially a big struggle for seniors who have so many social events that are rites of passage for their senior year, like awards nights, senior parent nights, baccalaureate, senior prom, and of course, the graduation ceremony.
4: Uh, It's been a little rough. I mean i'm definitely a sociable person i like to be around people i like talking to people so that aspect's been difficult uh it's been nice being able to be home being able to help my family do things and stuff like that errands. uh and what really gets me through is just thinking about how lucky we are that everyone's home and safe and healthy like if if i heard that someone was able that someone in our school you know contracted it, I I obviously feel awful if anyone's family members were affected. But I'm just so glad that we're able to stay safe and healthy through this. And I think it's it's really been incredible seeing what the community's doing to come through to not just the class of 2020, but everyone in our school. I know our neighbors put up a um, put up a sign saying congratulations class of 2020 and in their yard Uh, and that's been really cool to come home and see every
0: day so
4: just just little things like that are, are making it a lot better and a lot easier
0: nathan shares about the support the community has given our seniors like the signs in their yards for example kent smith provided signs to put in the yards of every senior in our school district thank you to him and so many who have dedicated their time and resources to celebrate our seniors What are you guys doing to persevere through this and stay positive and support each other?
2: Well, I've been eating a lot. (laughs) So have I. In in, in all seriousness, I I I think that I've I've learned that um, I've been calling people a lot more, um, post a text, you know, FaceTimes, phone calls, just uh, you know, random walks around the lake. I think just that um, people really need um social interaction right now. I mean now more than ever, considering that their entire senior year and their plans are kind of falling apart. And I think that's the best way is to just to keep in contact with your friends. But more than just because you know you can text someone at any time, but it's completely different hearing someone's voice asking how you are and just, you know, that that personal connection that you can make with someone through talking or through, uh, you know, a video chat, I think is the best way to try to, you know, stay positive during these times and try to help each other.
1: What I've been doing specifically, I've been doing kind of a A mix I've definitely been trying to stay social and do walks and things like that I think it's really important that you make an effort to kind of connect with nature and connect with your family at this point because there's not a whole lot of outside social connection other than that that you can do and the best way to stay connected to people right now without putting anyone in danger is being outside and you know doing walks where you're six feet apart or things like that so and then thinking about if we don't end up having a delayed or social distancing prom or whatever, am I going to have a prom with my friends where I do social distancing? It's just been making those plans so I don't have to you know, be sad about missing out on these things, but I can think of ways to alter them and make them still happen. That's been what's keeping me from being really sad about all
3: of the things that we're missing out on. I've watched so many briefings on this whole virus Hi. thing. And each time they always say there's light at the end of the tunnel. Like this is not going to last forever. And I think it's something that we have to continuously remind ourselves. Cause even though, you know, you're stuck at home, time feels like it's going to take forever to get over it. But um, like it's the end's going to be here before we know it. And when that comes the class of 2020 and those around us that have been affected, will all get those things that we missed out on. It just might not be in the form you expected it to be. So, I think as long as we stay hopeful, we all should be,
4: be okay at the end of this. I, one of the coolest things I think has happened is the way we've all decided, that like, finding out safe ways to see each other and hang out, whether that be, you know, social distancing walks, going around the lake, or uh, we've been playing a lot of uh, kind of hide-and-seek with cars, uh, so we're all in our own vehicle, and we're all hiding around Estes, which has been a cool way to see Estes and figure out who knows Estes the best. Uh, But it's just been a fun way to interact with each other and uh, just kind of almost feel like things are normal. You know, even if you can't be in the same car together, at least you're still there at the parking garage.
0: This is just the five of us, but if we were in a classroom with the entire graduating class of 2020 right now, what would you want to say to your
2: classmates? I think I would say to them, is just that don't put so much pressure on yourself in the next few years. I think that, you know, most people have this idea that 18 year olds need to just leave high school and go immediately to college or immediately to work or know exactly what they want to do with their lives. And we're in the middle of something that this this planet hasn't seen really ever before, like not in, not in the last hundred years. And so don't feel so much pressure to just get on with your life and then start like a whole brand new beginning in a whole new country or a whole new state, or even just a new town, you know, take, take things one thing at a time and, you know, take these next couple of, you know, days, months, weeks, years. It, it doesn't matter because at this point, no one saw this coming and you don't need to have your entire life figured out. Just take it one day at a time and don't put so much pressure on yourself.
1: I would say my biggest piece of advice right now is just don't give up because I think a lot of people with the online learning setting and with college coming up really soon or whatever those future plans that you might have are. And the fact that COVID-19 is obviously impacting all of that. I think a lot of kids are saying, oh, well, I don't really need to chime into that zoom class. I don't really need to do that assignment because it's just online and it, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter with everything that's going on. And I think that it's really important that even though it may not be your conventional type of learning and it may not be the conventional path that you had set out for yourself, it's really important that you keep persevering because there, as Jen said, there is light at the end of the tunnel and there is going to be a future after this. And you want to make sure that you come out of it in a position where you necessarily have to know exactly what you want to do, but you want to come out of it, you know, having some type of direction and you want to come out of it feeling like you're better than you were before.
3: I think I would just tell everybody to stay hopeful and keep your heads up I think a lot of us are thinking like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to lose contact with all of my class and um, I might not see you guys ever again. But like in the end, we will have class reunions. We will there will be chances for us out there to see each other and catch up. And I think that it would be I would tell everybody to keep your heads up. And like Sage said, don't give up, because uh, even though there's a lot of negativity around us right now, that negativity is not going to last forever. Um, And we just have to keep reminding ourselves that we are fortunate enough to live in a community that betters each other and keeps each other safe. And throughout that time, we just have to appreciate what we have and not take it for granted.
4: Honestly, I mean, I don't have any advice. i just say that I miss everyone in the grade and there'll be times where I'm sitting there randomly. I'm like, huh, I haven't seen that person in a while. I haven't talked to him. I really miss him. Um, it, there's just certain there's a certain connection between a grade where even if you don't necessarily get along with everyone in your grade, you're still we're still a family.
0: Regretfully. I couldn't include everything from our interview because we talked for an hour and I had to squeeze it all down to 20 minutes. But another question that I had for seniors was, what would you like to say to the the staff at EPSD? They shared loads of gratitude for their teachers, custodians, maintenance, secretaries, and all the staff at EPSD they also shared loads of gratitude for their principal mr scott who was the final person i interviewed for this podcast i gave their principal a call and asked him to share some final thoughts about our senior class this is a small class and a special class um what is going to be your fondest memory of this senior class of 2020 oh there's just there's so
5: many memories over the four years and You know, it's um, it is a special class, and um, you know, I I mean, there were some firsts with this class, and it was the first class that I've ever had two kids um, hike to the top at Longs Peak and be back in class the next morning. Um, And it's just, it's a special class with a special personality and characteristics, and and um, it's just the you know that's how I'll I'll remember them.
0: Right now they're all isolated in their homes and they're all all alone but if you could get them all gathered in a classroom right now what would you say to them?
5: um, Three things that I'd say is let's enjoy the last um, month as as best as we can and celebrate uh, this time Four years that I've been with them and just appreciate everything they've done for the school and the community, and that I love them.
0: Thank you, Sage, Nathan, Noel, Jen, and Mr. Scott. We wish the class of 2020 a safe, happy, and prosperous journey. We will miss you and will hold your memories in our hearts forever. Your graduation will be special and unique in its own way and something to remember for a lifetime. To see some pictures of the graduates and recap some of the highlights of their interview, check out the follow-up blog at epsdpdpodcast.com. Thank you for listening.